0: Hi, and welcome to the 5th Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Zamperin. What a victory for the Hamilton Tiger Cats! A walk-off win thanks to Liram Haralahu, Luke Tasker, Jeremiah Masoli, and that Ticats defense, especially in the second half. Huge win for the Ticats as they go into Labor Day. Who's our player of the game? Who's the 5th Quarter fan of the night? What's the answer to our 5th Quarter Trivia Challenge, all revolving around Big Joe Monford? The 5th Quarter Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast from, now let's listen to the fifth quarter on nine hundred CHML.
1: This is the fifth quarter podcast on AM nine hundred CHML.
0: Well, good evening. This is uh, well, yes, it is the fifth quarter, but it's uh, almost the pre-post game show. We'll kick off the full edition of the fifth quarter once the tie Cats and Eskimos. Uh, officially wrap up their football game. There's uh, uh, just over ten minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Eskimos leading the Tiger Cats at this juncture, twenty-four to thirteen. My name's Rick Samprin. Um, it started well tonight for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, really well, after a bit of a shaky start. Let me explain that. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli struck again (laughs) early in this ballgame with an interception on his first pass of the night. They ran the football to Alex Green, second offensive play. Masoli drops back to pass, does not see J.C. Sherratt, and Sherratt makes the INT. And uh, it didn't turn into any points for the Eskimos, but I think it set the tone for what uh, was going to happen later on in the evening. Over the first uh, 30 minutes of this uh, pre post game show, if you will. We'll recap what has happened thus far in the football game. We will give a salute to the legendary Joe Monford. Joe Monford night tonight at Tim Hortons Field as he was inducted onto the Wall of Honor. Already in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. And now on the TyCats Wall of Honor. Probably waited 10 years. Longer than he should have, but uh, he is ensconced now on the uh, facade of Tim Hortons Field, and rightfully so. Long overdue. Long overdue honor for Joe Monford. Uh, so, right now it's 24 13 Eskimos. There's uh, actually just under seven minutes to play. Tie Cats have the football on uh, their own uh, eight yard line or so. And the Ticats started fast, started strong. Coming off the bye week, they were looking pretty good in the first quarter at a 10 nothing lead. And then the Eskimos, who were playing on a short week, played over the weekend, now playing on just four days rest, came out like a ball of fire in the second quarter and scored 24 unanswered points going into the break. Mike Riley just said, enough of this. And uh, Eska and the Eskimos just uh, flipped the script and have played some great football since. Third quarter was nothing uh, to write home about. Neither team really did much other than a field goal from Lyrum Hiralahu. And in the fourth quarter, Hiralahu missed a field goal, and we find ourselves 2014 uh, twenty four to 13 part of me and the Tiger cats now charging. Down the field. We're going to be opening up the lines here at 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900CHML.com on Twitter at Samprin at 900CHML. We're also going to be on Facebook Live starting at 1030, and you can interact with us on CHML's Facebook page as well. Uh, we do have a caller calling in. It's Dave from Grimsby. Hello, Dave. How are you? Good. Not bad yourself? Not too bad. Thanks for calling in.
2: Well, I told you we were going to chat tonight, so we're going to do that.
0: Let's get it okay.
2: on. I'm going to let you know when this mess hole started.
0: So, <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: You know, you know, down the stretch last year, six and four, I, I was pretty happy with the way the team evolved. And you know, they go into the off season and they they re sign all their key players. You know, I was happy with that. But the the tomfoolery started with this this acquisition of Charleston Hughes. And then the trading him along for, for Vernon Adams, which I didn't think made any sense at all. Um, not that I have anything against Vernon Adams. He's a, he's a beautiful human from what I re, read about. But, you know, yeah, look at what Charleston Hughes is doing now. And then you go to the draft and you trade your second overall pick and a Canadian guard, Ryan Bobbin, for the first overall pick and select Mark Chapman. How do you select that guy and not 100% know he's going to sign with your team after making that trade? And then you go along and you sign Johnny Manziel, finally. But that negates the acquisition of Vernon Adams. So you literally just waste Charleston Hughes for nothing. And then you go along and you trade Manziel along with Tony Washington, your starting tackle, and Rice – who is your sixth guy in there when you were successful last year going down the stretch at six and four, and you acquired Chris Williams, who I think we didn't need, and a defensive end, Jamal Westman, who I've barely seen on the field. Like, it is ridiculous the decisions this, this management has made.
0: So do you put that on Eric Tillman or June Jones? Or who are you well, pointing you the finger at? I
2: remember reading an article um, uh, by Three Down Nation that said that Chris Jones put in his contract that he gets all say over player personnel. So if that is true, then I'm putting on Chris or, uh, June Jones and Eric Tillman.
0: Okay, that's probably a fair statement. I don't think one uh, made any of the moves without consulting or getting some direction from the other.
2: I just don't understand cuz we could be in a situation where we are tonight where Mazzoli, is just he's just not on tonight. I know there was a big play just to Mike Jones and but overall he's not been on. It would have been a perfect opportunity to throw someone else in there. And now, you know, no offense to Dane Evans, but I just don't think that fall back guy is here.
0: Yeah, Dane Evans is not the answer. Jeremiah Masoli has a great game one night and has a poor performance the next. And and he's had both tonight, started great, and has been kind of mediocre ever since, despite, again, getting over 300 passing yards. But who cares? Zero touchdowns and two picks for Vasoli tonight.
2: I, I just find it's unfathomable that they took a team last year going down the stretch that was very successful and looked like it was going to be potential, and then they just ripped apart the offensive line, and look where we are now.
0: To me, you know, I, I think this team is good enough to be in every game. They just happen to make key mistakes or bad mistakes or big mistakes each and every ball game
2: well there's just not enough finish there's like it seems like every time they get in the red zone you know there's a big run by green tonight but there's just no they get into the red zone there's no attack they put it in the end zone look what riley did tonight he gets into the red zone after that fumble, and you know first play they're in the end zone go to the end zone
0: and it's funny because they can move the ball. They can move the ball until they get to the red zone or near the end zone, but they can't get it in. It's it's unbelievable.
2: Uh, no, same old typical tie caps. There's an aura of funk surrounding this team since '99, and I have no idea how they're going to fix it. But the, I mean, we're going into Labor Day. I, I, it, you think the Argos are going to lose the Alouettes this week? No. Well, I don't think so. So we're already behind the eight ball. We're we're going in exactly the same as last year, whether we're zero and eight or three and six. Now we have to fight tooth and nail to get in the playoffs, and it's stupid. It's all stupid decisions by management that have, have led us to this.
0: Dave, great uh, call to start things off here. Uh, enjoy the rest of the game, but uh, my, my guess is you probably won't.
2: But I, I'm not even watching it anymore, my friend. Have a good one, Dave. All
0: right, take care. Dave in Grimsby. Starting it off in style, an unhappy camper, and I'm getting a lot of messages on email and Twitter already about the disappointment for the fan base on this Ticats team. Now, the game isn't over. It's 24-16. It is a one-score game. They're approaching the three-minute warning. Ticats trailing. And they have the football again just inside Edmonton territory. So, I mean, this team could come back and tie it and maybe win it. But the way it's going and the way this game is gone and the way this season is gone, there has been dare I say it predictably, far too many downs than ups. And I think Ticats fans have had enough of the downs. Because there's been too many of them since 99. Haven't there? Yeah. Here's an email from Andrew, emailing rick at 900chml.com. Hi, Rick. Very long-time listener and first-time writer. I was out in the game tonight, and I'm just sick. The coaching is just embarrassing. They talked about penalties and turnovers for two weeks straight, and nothing changed. The turning point was the second, and short, up 10 nothing. Instead of falling forward for a first down, they call a run from a shotgun and get stuffed. They wanted to score 24 straight after that. The fact is June Jones is now a losing coach. Something needs to change, and fast. Mush in Hamilton. An email from Andrew. This is the fifth quarter on 900CHML. Phone lines are open at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter at Rick Samprin at 900, AM 900CHML. 900 this last play that we just witnessed, whether you're driving home from the stadium in disgust, sitting at home, watching, uh, or at the stadium and and listening, a long bomb down the far sideline from Jeremiah Masoli to Mike Jones hits his helmet and hits the turf. And on the very next play, Jeremiah Masoli hits Luke Tasker for a long touchdown, and it's a two-point game. This is the Cat season in a nutshell. Just when you think they're done, they come back and make it exciting. Just when you think they're going to win, they end up coughing up the W. What a maddening, maddening team this is. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, more of your calls, your tweets, your emails. We're going to hear from Joe Monford as well. I got a chance to speak with him earlier about his induction onto the Cats Wall of Honor. That and a whole lot more still to come here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hey, welcome back. This is the uh, the pre post game show, if you will. The game's not over yet. It's uh, 24-22 after a Jeremiah masoli to Luke Tasker, 51-yard touchdown. The two-point conversion to tie is no good. And the Eskimos are clinging now to a two-point lead 24-22 with 2.37 to play at Tim Hortons Field. So an exciting finish in store. You will not want to go away. Fifth quarter, Powered by Eastgate Ford, it is going to be live on our Facebook page, CHML's Facebook page. You can call in with your thoughts on tonight's game at 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your mobile device. Email rick at 900CHML.com, and you can tweet us. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at ricksamprin at AM900CHML. We will anoint our fifth quarter fan of the nights. We'll all vote for our player of the game. And our fifth-quarter trivia challenge question is uh, Joe Monford-related. Of Monford's 135 career CFL sacks, how many did he have in a Cats uniform? A, 96, B, 104, C, 109, or D, 115? That's 96, 104, 109, 115. We will... Supply the answer at the conclusion of tonight's fifth quarter. We'll also name our fifth quarter fan of the night, as I said. Next game after this for the Tie Cats is the Labor Day Classic. 6.30 start time will be on the air at 9.30 p.m. Well, earlier I had a chance to speak with uh, the legendary Joe Monfort and asked him about his reaction to being inducted onto the Tie Cats Wall of Honor.
3: Well, first of all, uh, the call came in from uh, Mr. Bob Young, and uh, you know, just having the amount of respect for him and the way he runs his organization, the way you know, we knew the owners and the things that went on in the past with the Tie Cats, and just having a tremendous owner like Bob Young and just give me a call to reach out and you know himself was a uh, you know awesome in itself. But then to kind of go back. In your career and think about when you're out there on that field and you're looking up and you see those names up there and you, you know you think of moms, and you think about sitting down and having a conversation with him at one of the little pancake houses uh in hamilton uh, it's just it's a tremendous honor
0: was this a surprise were you expecting a call was there an inkling that something was happening or was this just out of the blue
3: this is for me it was just out of the blue i um I came up last year for a, um, every year we do a Father's Day uh, golfing trip, and I suggested that the guys would we go up to, uh, to Canada for the trip, and so we went to Toronto and played some, and then I called down and talked to Scott Scott Mitchell to see if I could get, you know, one of the booths. And so I spent a lot of time there, and this just came right out of the blue for me. No one said nothing when I was up there, so this was pretty awesome.
0: Other names on the wall include uh, Angelo Mosca, Garney Henley, Ellison Kelly, Bernie Faloni, Earl Winfield, uh, Joe Zuger. Uh, I mean, this is, uh, this is the greats of the greats of this franchise, and now you are going to go on that list. How do you feel?
3: Well, you know, it, it, I, I'm, it's amazing to me, you know, uh, just coming into the CFL and Rob Hitchcock was one of those guys that kind of met me when I came in. But once I got to Hamilton, I got to see what type of city it was. And, you know, meeting people like Earl Winfield, you know, and just seeing the magic that he possessed on the field and the love that they showed at the time, I was just like, only if I could get loved that much. And uh, sure enough, they, they, they without fail, they loved me just as much.
0: Well, I know they love you just as much because the Twitter reaction is going nuts. <laughs> so that, that, that <laughs> that's further proof that even even the younger generation knows you know, the value. And I need to
3: get on Twitter. I think I'm too. I'm a, I'm the old guy that just keeps resisting Twitter. I guess I got my little Facebook stuff, but I haven't got the Twitter
0: <laughs> down yet. <laughs> well, let, let me tell you, there's some love on Twitter for you. That's for sure. Uh, you oh, know, well, thank you. Your your name's going to be on there. Well, forever, right? Um, Years yeah, from years yeah. from now, decades from now, uh, who knows how long from now? You know, there's going to be kids in the stands at, at Tim Hortons Field, or who knows, in hundred years from now, they might have a new stadium with a new wall. But your name's always going to be on there. When people see your name, what do you want them to think?
3: Uh, a tremendous community guy. You know, uh, I, I think one of the things that you know that I try to instill in the young guys that. The money that the that the people from Hamilton, I don't know about the other cities, you know, I've spent time in Toronto and I've spent time in Edmonton and, of course, when Shreveport was in. But just knowing the time, the eight years that I was in Hamilton, the money that these people spend for their, you know, for these tickets. Sometimes it's, it's it's sacrificing whether I'm gonna have lights for the next two days, you know, whether, you know, you know, whether I'm gonna sacrifice going out to dinner this week, you know, versus, and having to stay in and cook my, my dinner at home. You know, I understand it's a tremendous sacrifice for these people that are, uh, these fans that are sitting out there making, you know, making a lifestyle, life changing event just to buy the tickets for, for the game. And I appreciate that.
0: It's amazing that you mention stuff off the field and being in the community because I, I would think that most guys would say, you know, what, what I did on the field was fantastic. I want people to remember me as, you know, one of the best in the game and all that kind of stuff. But you're, you're focusing on stuff that happened off the field, which is kind of pretty neat.
3: Well, I mean, like, like I said, you know, I remember those ladies that sit outside you know, our stadium and they bake the cakes and they bake the cookies. And, you know, and I see guys will walk by without speaking you know i see guys you know but i've seen a ton of guys that go over there and show their respect and i know these girl these ladies worked on a fixed income you know and every dollar counts they're out there baking cakes every day i I'm like my goodness how did they do it you know but that just shows the love that they have for the team and um and just coming from a woman's standpoint you know the love that they have for the for the game so um that's that's my great experience is just the you know i remember the fans from calgary the one lady that would scream out "Ah!" hollering you know so those things go a long way with me along with you know the locker room love that we have for each other
0: the unveiling ceremony is going to be held on august 23rd you're bringing the whole family up is this going to be a family affair for you
3: uh, yeah, you know, my family's been there every step of the way for my, you know, for my support, you know, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, my wife's been there and then I got, you know, my my three kids, 116, who uh, was born right uh, around the time that they had the big blackout. Um, actually, uh, right there, uh, right there when they had the big blackout and I, actually 9-11 when he had the 9-11, and I almost couldn't make it back home for a birth. But she's born uh, the 20th of September, and, of course, 9-11. So she's 16. And then my uh, middle child, who was actually born in Edmonton, so it's going to be fun to have my, and, of course, my son, who was uh, you know, the youngest of us, who's getting big. He's only really as big as me in a little bit. Um, but, you know, just to have all of them there to support me is going to be awesome.
0: Do the kids realize how big you were and still are in this town? And maybe they'll get a glimpse of that on August 23rd.
3: Well, they understand it to a certain extent. You know, when when um, what I take Canadians travel, they travel everywhere. Uh, and so everywhere I go, when we go on vacation, always, you know, either especially the Ryder fans, they always put up that little green flag. Um, there's always someone there. And uh, the last time we went to, I think we went to um, uh, Orlando Universal Studios, and we were coming out a ride, and the guy's like, hey, you're Joe Mumford. And my kids were just like, wow, he actually knew your name, and it was a big deal. And he knew Warren Zika, and, and and how fine I you know, I told him how fine I was of Warren. Uh, and so it was just one of those things where it's. They are slowly understanding, um, but they they haven't seen the full effect.
0: (laughs) Well, they'll see it later this summer, that's for sure, at least uh, here in Hamilton. Joe, appreciate the time. Again, congratulations, and uh, we'll see you later on this year. All right, thanks for the call. The illustrious Joe Montford on um, a pretty wild and wacky game at Tim Hortons Field. A walk-off field goal for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. You heard that right. Liram Hiralahu ends it with a trifecta, and the Tiger Cats pull out an improbable 25-24 victory. Absolutely nutso. This team had no business winning this football game at halftime. Up 10-0 after one, down 24-10 at the break. They look like a listless bunch, Even going into the fourth quarter, Edmonton... With a 24-13 lead. But remarkably, almost unbelievably, this Ticats team wins it. I'm going to scratch my head during the commercial break and see if I can come up with an answer. Hopefully you can help out. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com, at rick samprin, at am900chml on Twitter. Phone lines already burning up. And why not? Instead of 3-6, and six, this team is 4-5 and five on the season. Man, that just sounds so much better. So much better. Instead of being three games under 500, this Tycats team is just a game under 500. What a swing. Could this game, I'm, I'm thinking out loud here, could this game, could this victory for the Tycats be the turning point of this season? It could be. We're going to chat about it when we come back. This is the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford, and you're listening to 900 CHML. Wow. So there was a football game tonight, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats won the darn thing. Hello, football fans in Hamilton, from coast to coast and around the world. Yes, this is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on nine hundred CHML. What an incredibly insane game uh, we all saw tonight. This Tiger team really did not show me anything in the second quarter and even in the third quarter. And lo and behold, they come back and stun the Edmonton Eskimos. Tweet coming in from Jim. What the what? We won a close one, and we had to put together a last-second game-winning drive to do it. Hopefully tonight is a sign of things to come. Player of the game is Tasker, 156 yards, and that touchdown. Are you kidding me? No one is kidding. If you didn't see any of the football game tonight, and you just see the final score, 25-24, cats win to improve to 4-5. They had come into this game losers 4 out of their last 5. Uh, Eskimos winning 4 out of their last 5. Ticats winning over only 3 of 11 games after the bye since 2011, or, or something to that effect. All the markers were pointing to a Tiger Cats team that had to find its game in order to find the win call. And uh, we had doubters out there. I was among those doubters. Two weeks to prepare, though, for this Tiger Cats team coming off the bye week. Edmonton on a short week. They played over the weekend and had just four days rest. The way this game started, Jeremiah Masoli throwing an interception on his first pass of the night, but then the Ticats find themselves up ten nothing after the first quarter. I think we all thought, all right, this here here's the Ty Cats team. Yeah, Masoli made a mistake, but they're up ten nothing. They are dominating this game. Edmondson had sixteen net yards in the first quarter. They had one first down. And the Ticats were up ten zip. But that second quarter, man, oh man, the Eskimos just turned it on. Riley had three touchdown tosses, including that stunning 95-yarder to Duke Williams. And the Eskimos had complete control of the football game, 24-10. 24-13 going into the fourth. Field goal from Haralau, that massive touchdown by Luke Tasker, and then Haralau wins it on a game-ending field goal. But the microcosm of this Ticats season was encapsulated on the play that preceded Tasker's touchdown and then Tasker's touchdown. This is the Ticats in a nutshell. Jeremiah Masoli throws a long bomb down the far sideline to a wide-open Mike Jones. Plunk, the football goes off his helmet and falls incomplete. On the very next play, Massoli hits Tasker for that Dazzling 51-yard touchdown. That's this. That's the Ty Cats in a nutshell. In one instance, they will befuddle you. In the next, they will entertain and amaze. And tonight, they did both. Tie Cats win it 25-24. They're now four and five heading into the Labor Day Classic. Eskimos fall to six and four. Here are the phone lines, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. We're all over Twitter. Use the hashtag Fifth Quarter at ricksamprint at am900chml. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to all our fans and friends watching on Facebook. You too can chime in with some comments. We'll share those views and expressions with our audience and uh if you're a, a pod, if you're a podcast fan go to your favorite app store and uh, download the fifth quarter podcast past episodes online at 900 chmlcom we will anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight we will all vote for our player of the game uh, there is two votes for luke tasker we had one via tweet the other one comes from me this guy's incredible love me some luke tasker our fifth quarter trivia challenge question tonight. Now, you don't win anything other than bragging rights at the water cooler at work. The trivia question tonight on Joe Monfred night as he is inducted onto the Ticats Wall of Honor. A long overdue honor, that is. Of Joe Monfred's 135 career CFL sacks, how many did he have in a Ticats uniform? A-96, B-104, C-109. Or D one fifteen. Let's go to the phones. And Wesley has been waiting patiently. Wesley, good evening. How are you today? Hey man, how's it going? Not too bad. Yourself? Oh, I'm having a great day now. It wasn't looking so good in the second quarter, but uh, at the end of the game, yeah, we'll take it.
4: I uh, I got to admit, when Mike Jones, Mike Jones, I got his name right. right? Yes, the yeah. receiver. When he dropped that pass, I I sent a text out to my brother saying only in Hamilton would that happen, and I thought. That was it, and we'll never come back. But then, very next play, Tasker proved me wrong. I have every reason to pick him as my player of the game tonight, but I'm sorry I'm going to go against your vote and pick Jeremiah Mazzoli for the reason that recently I've heard a lot of people say that they don't think he's a starting CFL quarterback, but I think that there's no debate about that now. Like, he came back out of adversity against a really good team and threw 400 yards and completed passes when he had to, you know, Centered the ball for the field goal on the scramble in the last play before bringing out the field goal unit. He just does everything proper when he's playing when he's on when he has time to create. Now that he has all his weapons back, I just think that the offense is going to be a lot better.
0: The frustrating part with him, and I think he can admit this, is some sometimes. Well, there one there's one almost every game is that he'll stub his toe and the mistake costs this team dearly. And and those are the turnovers, and he had two and of them I understand
4: tonight. That I understand that I do, but um, like, I mean, every team, every game has a player that stubs his toe and makes a mistake. It's just unfortunate that ours is our quarterback. But like, I don't, I can't think of too many players in the league that I would rather have, uh, aside from maybe like the elites, like Mike Riley or a uh, Bo Levi Mitchell. I don't think that he's as bad as everyone makes him out to be. You know, like just, he doesn't deserve all the. The bad credit he gets is what I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: No, that's very fair. I mean, he he's a talented quarterback, and and I admitted this uh, earlier this season, even late last year. The way he played last season, uh, when this team went six and four down the stretch, I thought, okay, here's the guy that we were all waiting to see, and he was consistently good i mean he had his bad series and his bad outings but for the most part i liked what i saw and i liked what i saw of june jones in the offense too this season it's kind of been a little too up and down especially over the last number of weeks but i think he's deservedly the starter of this football team
4: i just got one more i agree with you 100 percent, and i think that he's solidified as a quarterback I just got one more thing let's say i just hope that chris williams has a healthy return i don't know if you have any injury updates or what happened with him or
0: I don't have an update other than to say he. W- I know he was carried off the field, and I think they showed that on the TV broadcast too, uh, left leg slash ankle, uh, which isn't very good, especially the way he went down on a non-contact kind of play. I, I wish him nothing but the best.
4: It's unfortunate because if we could get Tolliver, Saunders, Banks, and him on doing the deep ball, and they put Tasker and Jones on the inside, I think our passing game would be like next level.
0: Agreed. Wesley, who's your uh, player of the game with Mazzoli? Yeah, that's right. Jeremiah Mazzoli. Uh, You got it. Thanks for the call, and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Yeah, thank you very much. 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell, Ari writes in on CHML's Facebook page. Ugly win. Maybe this win can turn the season around. Team lacks intensity and energy. I would like to see what Dane Evans has to offer. We just got done talking about Jeremiah Masoli. Uh, Ari continues uh, to write. We cannot possibly be any worse. Not sure Jones dropped the ball, but all receivers played well tonight. Daron Carter, watch in Hamilton is back on. As unfortunately, it looks like Chris Williams' season is over. I don't think this Ticats team is interested in Deron Carter, and I'm not sure why they would bring an individual. Uh, I got to be careful with my words. Why they would bring in Daron Carter into Hamilton, I'm not sure. Because they already have Brandon Banks, Terrence Tolliver, Luke Tasker. Jalen Saunders didn't play tonight as he was out with an injury. But uh, from all accounts, not serious. Mike Jones is your Canadian receiver. Faubert Lussier is your... A Canadian backup, I'm not sure there's a need, there's a craving for another American receiver. I think this team is well-stocked. Now listen, if they bring him in, great. But I don't think they necessarily need him. I think they have greater needs. How about defensive hasback? I know Richard Leonard was out with an upper body injury. Mariel Cooper, man, oh man, he had a tough night tonight. A tough night tonight. He had a tough second quarter tonight. He was burned by Darrell Walker on that 36-yard touchdown. That uh, tied the game at 10. He was called on the defensive pass interference at the Hamilton 17-yard line. That set up Walker's second touchdown of the night, in which he got burned again. He did not have a, a good second quarter. Josh Johnson took over and was a little bit better. But that defense played a lot better in the second half. Edmonton did not score a point in the second half. So tip of the cap to the Ticats D in half number two. Fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Vote for your player of the game. You can also answer our fifth quarter trivia challenge question of Joe Monford's 135 career CFL sacks. How many came in a Ticats uniform? Was it A, 96, B, 104, C, 109, or D, 115? Uh, Email from Ed. Hi, Rick. Thank goodness we won, but this team is so frustrating. They have a lot of fine-tuning to fix many little mistakes. Team has potential, but when will they be a solid contender? Up to Coach Jones to iron out the details. Masoli continues to grow, and the rest of the team can come through. They have a running game, but they keep screwing up when they could be coasting. Frustrating, but a needed win. Thank goodness for the final field goal and not a miss. Get my point? Go Ticats, go. All the best. Ed G. Ed nailed it on the head. This is a frustrating team. Man, oh man. One minute, you're pulling your hair out. The next minute, you're jumping up and down in your living room. Or at the stadium. Or hooting and hollering. With your buddies. Or your significant other. It is Jekyll and Hyde to the nth degree. It's unbelievable. Back to the phones. We go. Dave is called into the fifth quarter. Dave, how are you?
5: Capital F for frustrating, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can think of a few F words, but I won't say them.
5: No, uh, no, I've, I've probably said them uh, in my living room. But that's besides the point, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was getting ready to unload on this team, but they, I'm not going to get too negative because they pulled it out, and um, hopefully, uh, this is the turn of the turn of the thing. They got some character. Uh, they maybe showed themselves they can close a game uh you would think with four over 400 yards in passing they should have won that game <laughs> you know what i mean uh you know I, and they ran the ball nice too and they did and that was a game that they should have won and i'm glad they didn't give another one away you know how many times i've called you and said they've given another game away so yeah there's problems cooper had a tough night real tough night you know and i, I think uh, daly didn't have a great night either he was caught out of position a few times i don't know uh, dude, when, the, when a safety's chasing the game, you know something's wrong. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Definitely. You never want to see your safety running after somebody, especially from behind. That means uh, there's a breakdown in communication, a breakdown in coverage. Uh, so someone did not do their job, point. and the, and the yeah. safety's got to be your last line of defense. Exactly. So,
5: you know, they need, they're need they they're a work in progress. Um, they get the Argos next. Um, you know, you got to stay positive. you got to give them credit. They came back and won. I mean, my, my Tasker seems like he's back back on form again probably feeling better now we're back in game shape so there, there's uh, i was going to say to you if they lost there's nothing to get excited about but you know a uh, last few minutes of the game uh it might have been a real character building thing for them so we're on to toronto we'll see what we do on labor day um i think uh man for man you know hopefully we get wind, like leonard we need him and we need saunders back so if we get them back i think um uh, we have a good shot on Labor Day. I think man for man, we're still a better team than Toronto, but uh, it just depends what Ticat team shows up.
0: Agreed. Dave, before I let you go, and before I ask you for your um, fifth quarter player of the game, yep. you mentioned the word frustrating. Yeah. Why do you think, you know, I've kind of wrestled with this question uh, for the last number of years, why is this team so Jekyll and Hyde? Can Can you point to one thing? Well, you know what, um, I, I
5: you know, the only thing, I, one of your guys alluded to it, and I wanted to say it to you tonight if they lost, that the team does seem comatose at times, and they don't seem to play with much uh, spirit sometimes. Um, the inconsistency uh, for the frustration for sure, um, yeah, that's a very good question. I, I I'd love to be able to nail that one down. I'm sure the coaches would love to nail that one down too, wouldn't they? But the discipline on them was a bit was better tonight, though. So you know that that's I think you know the penalties they took were not nearly as bad as the game before. So yeah, that's a that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I don't have an answer for that, Rick. Uh,
0: Whoever does should uh, just uh, sell it because we'll, we'll buy it.
5: Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure, I'll I'll pay I'll put money towards that. Yeah, for sure. Tasker, my player of the game. Um, you know, Mazzoli, you know, he only threw for 400 yards. Um, you got to say, he would, you know, I mean, he had some blemishes for sure in that game. But throwing for 400 yards, I mean, he had some receivers drop some balls at some bad times, too. And he's not perfect. Don't forget, guys, he's only been a starting quarterback for a year. This guy, two, three years from now, might light up the league. You never know.
0: Well, he's doing it in, in many aspects right now, and it's just a matter of, I think, pulling, putting all the pieces together.
5: That's right. They just got to close the deal, and hopefully tonight they've learned that they can and they'll – have more confidence, and they, you know, they'll get a couple of the injuries back. And, uh, hey, you never know. So we'll try to keep things positive tonight. And uh, I'm going to guess 104 on the uh, Monfer thing. I'm just throwing a dart at the board there.
0: All right, good guess. We'll uh, relay the answer at the end of the show. Dave, thanks for the call.
5: Thank you, Bert. Take
0: care. 905-645-3221, star on your cell. You can email rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Don't forget to subscribe to the 5th Quarter Podcast on your favorite app store. We're going to be back with more of your calls. We have Michael, Brad, Alex on the line. Plenty of emails and tweets to get to as well. We'll vote for our player of the game. And the answer to our 5th Quarter Trivia Challenge is going to take place in about 45 minutes of time. The question is of Joe Monford's 135 career, CFL Sacks, how many did he have in a Ticats uniform? Was it 96, 104, 109? 115, the answer to come. This is the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Welcome back, Rick Samprin. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hamilton 25, Edmonton 24. Ticats now 4-5. Eskimos 6-4. And, four. and uh, the Ticats going into the Labor Day Classic on a high note. Coming off the bye week, they beat the Eskimos. They got an extended period of time to get ready for Toronto, who will take on the Alouettes. And uh, who knows? Both these teams might be 4-5, and five, I doubt it. Uh, or I, I should say, uh, they should be 4-5, and five because Toronto should beat Montreal to improve to 4-5. and five. And uh, this Labor Day Classic is the start of a home-and-home home for the Ticats and Argos. Labor Day is game one, and then the following Saturday in Toronto is uh, game number two. That's a one o'clock start at BMO Field. That should be a lot of fun. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's football game. Vote for your player of the game. That email address is rick at 900chml.com. All over Twitter, at rick samprin, at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Vote for your player of the game. He can also answer our fifth quarter trivia challenge question. Tonight being Joe Monford night at Tim Hortons Field. Big Joe inducted onto the Ticats wall of honor. A long overdue honor, that is. Of Monford's 135 career CFL sacks, how many did he have in a Ticats uniform? Was it 96, 104, 109, or 115? We'll relay the answer at the end of the show couple of tweets coming in. I like this one from David. CFL rocked it tonight. Never over. All is well. Have a much brighter show tonight, though Cooper, yikes. Yeah, Mariel Cooper had a tough night tonight. I mentioned his second quarter exploits, which basically got him benched for the rest of the game. He gets burned on Darrell Walker's first touchdown of the game. He gets called for pass interference, which set up Walker's second touchdown of the game, in which he got burned on that one, too. And then uh, Josh Johnson came in. Uh, Jake says, uh, more like Liram Hallelujah as opposed to Liram Herulahu. And uh, another tweet coming in from Joe who writes, Wow, I am shocked we left the game early with three minutes left because it was getting hard to watch. I should start leaving the game early more often. LOL. Luke Tasker, player of the game. 905-645-3221, 905-645-3221, star on your smartphone. Let's go back to the phones and hook up with Brad. Brad, good evening. How are you?
6: Hey, Rick. How are you doing this week?
0: I'm okay. How about you? Uh,
6: better. It was it was a tense night.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was one of those, uh, I'm going to lose all my fingernails before the game is over kind of
6: night. Oh, definitely. I was glad to see June Jones took the bullets out of the gun this week, though.
0: Well, I like the fact that they started off with the run game, they stuck with it, and that really, we saw it really open up the playbook because a lot of the receivers were wide open because guys were kind of pinching in trying to stop the run.
6: Yeah, yeah, you got to stretch that field out, you know. And, uh, but the, the guys weren't shooting themselves in the foot with stupid penalties. Yeah,
0: you know, the Ticats they... took, I think it was 8 for 64 yards or 9 for 64 yards, nothing nothing yep. incredibly uh heinous yeah
6: nothing nothing too serious you know one one unnecessary roughness there which okay you know that that's that's delvin bro he's always in there and sometimes things happen uh you know I, the defense i mean nobody can fault the defense uh anymore uh, i think uh you know jerry Glanville has done an awesome job uh, he brings pressure when it needs to be, and uh, you know, right at the end there, you know, uh, Simone getting that sack on Riley just proves you know that he's on his ball with the, on the ball with his game, and he's getting help from uh, Steinhauer. More power to the two of them.
0: I give the defense an A plus tonight. They got three sacks. Um, they uh, kept the receivers in front of them for the most part. I know there was those two breakdowns for Walker, and the one on Williams just can't happen. But besides those three plays, this defense held one of the best offenses in the league to 24 points. That's saying a lot.
6: They shut them out in the second half. Shut them
7: out. You can't beat that.
6: You know, I mean, you want to put more points on the board. Like I tweeted earlier about how that left side on the O line was looking weak again, you know, and and that's that's one of the keys. We're gonna have to shore that up. I know the kids are rookie, but we gotta, you know.
0: Yeah, whether the you know whether Green uh, or Timmis or uh, Thomas Erlington is in the backfield on the left side with a little added protection, or they add you know a tight end to that side on certain plays, they got to help Kamar Jordan out a little bit more.
6: I think they need to do a little more than just help out Kamar Jordan. I think they maybe need to think about uh, a change there. Um, you know, uh, it's he's a rookie, he's still learning, uh, but he, he's just letting people buy way too often, and the teams are seeing it, and they're exploiting it. Even Montreal exploited it.
0: Yeah, I can't argue with that, because we're all seeing know, the same thing.
6: It, yeah, it's, yeah, we're seeing the same stuff, but um, you know, good on Masoli. Um, Coach spoke about it in his interview there uh, today uh, about uh, that three-minute drill. Uh, Masoli seems to get the idea now. Uh, he looked really good in that last uh, two and a half minutes. You know, he was focused and uh, and didn't let those two dingers off the uprights to shake him too bad.
0: That was crazy. And, and oh. how many of us, me included, were, you know, uh, uh, just before... The uh, tie cats got the football back. We we're all thinking, okay, Hamilton's going to get the ball back on this on this Eskimos punt. Uh, can Masoli and the offense finally finish the job, get the win? And I, I was a doubter because how many times have we seen this season this team and and that player in particular stub his toe with a big turnover or or uh, you know taking a sack or whatever the case is, not getting the job done.
6: Honestly, I had a good feeling tonight. He was going to pass her. He hasn't gone to Tasker a lot in the last, oh, well, since Tasker came back. Uh, yeah, that's for, the so Jalen
0: Saunders effect.
6: Yeah, you know, um, I mean, you've got go to go to Tasker. He was our go-to guy when Caleros was here. He was our go-to guy since we got him. You know, you can, you can always count on a guy, much like we had Andy Pantuz for our deep ball. We always had Luke Tasker for our, our short ball. You know, and a, a guy who can you know shake off a tackle, get a few yak yards, you know, you can ninety nine percent of the time can count on what Luke's going to do for you. You know, and that and that's important. You know, um,
0: so is he know. is he your player of the game tonight?
6: Oh, for sure. By uh, anytime, anytime Luke puts up uh, over hundred yards, he has to be the player of the game because he's done his job.
0: Period. Yeah, he was phenomenal tonight. He's my player of the game too. Yeah, for, for
6: sure. Uh, you know, but like I say, I was glad to see that the boys had, were managed to be able to clean up the uh, the penalty situation. Um, you know, the the eight that they had. Again, I agree with you. Totally reasonable penalties. They weren't real bad mental errors or anything. Just the odd offside. No procedure calls tonight. No contact uh, count violations. That was great to see.
0: Yeah, yeah there uh, were there were a lot of pluses tonight, and I think this this team. Going into the Labor Day Classic at four and five, the, the, I think they should have a good feeling.
6: I hope so. I mean, you know, like uh, hopefully, uh, you know, as well too. I mean, you, you've got uh, the fans. The crowd was so so in, in, as far as uh, numbers go this evening. Um, going to Labor Day the Classic, I mean, that's always a hard ticket to get. Hopefully, this will bring more fans out, and in turn, you know, we know what that place gets like when it gets rocking. It gets loud. It gets obnoxious to the other team. Maybe that, you know, this, maybe this is the turning point.
0: We shall see. Brad, appreciate the call.
6: All right, Rick. We'll talk to you later, buddy.
0: You got it. Let's go to uh, Michael, who's been waiting on the line. Michael, how are you? Hello, Michael. Hey, Rick. Hey, go ahead. Hey, Weewee, eh? Yeah, it's about time.
8: Oh, what a game. I mean, the ups and downs, honestly, with the scoring at the end of the half and the scoring at the end of the game, I feel like the game actually only lasted about 15 minutes of real football. It seemed like it. Yeah, I don't know. And what's going on with June Jones and the play calling over there? Like, does he know about anything other than the shotgun formation? Or
0: Man, it's second and one. Just just give the ball to the quarterback under center, let him fall forward, get the first down, move the chains, and I mean, continue on offense. I
8: mean, our line is already having problems. Do we need to put the running back three yards, four yards behind them?
0: Yeah, it's silly. It's silly. That's another example of a coach outthinking himself.
8: Yeah, absolutely. And it's not hurry up either. Like if they were getting to the line in a hustle, maybe maybe him back there would be an advantage. But
0: but besides that, I liked the balance of tonight's game plan. A lot of runs, uh, obviously a lot of passing. Uh, I liked what they did on offense.
8: No, I, I absolutely did too. And you know what? Like Surehand Luke today Tasker. He w- he's got to be my player of the game. He he really came through in a lot of tight spots for us.
0: You got it. Yeah, they were they were they were fantastic. Luke was back to his old self. This is probably his best game of the season. Nine catches, 156 yards, big TD. Uh, that came right after a uh, a very unfortunate play with Mike Jones and the football, you know, bouncing off his helmet on a long bomb in which he was wide open. Tasker came to play and uh, he showed us why he's Luke Tasker
8: absolutely absolutely and especially with speedy b with that drop today so uncharacteristic i felt betrayed i was at the game today and the whole you felt the breath go to the whole stadium when he dropped that ball
0: you know what the players feel that too i mean and that's a momentum thing when a guy makes a big play you know it charges up the sideline charges up the team when something unfortunate like that happens uh, you know the players kind of feed off that too
8: yeah absolutely
0: but hey, who's, uh, no
8: you know a win is a win and we're we got ahead of steam now and uh we're headed into
0: toronto back to back so Should be a lot of fun. Tasker, your player of the game tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Have Have a good night, Rick. You too. Take care. Luke Tasker, uh, by far and away, leading the player of the game uh, votes. You can cast your votes by calling in the program at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at Zamprin at am900chml. Just before we head into the break, And we do have Antoine and Alex on the line. Guys, stay on the line. We'll get to you. We're on the air for another 30 minutes. Uh, Email from Steven out in Penticton, B.C. Greetings, Rick. One heck of a football game. Great comeback by our cats. Sure was nice to see our guys pull out a complete team effort. Must have been great to be a fan in the stands at Tim Hortons Field, as it was great to see on TV. Player of the game, both Masoli and Tasker have to split this award, Rick. They say the real start of the season starts Labor Day. But I think it started tonight for our Cats. Any update on Williams? And what is the stats on Saunders' returning date? Cheers, Rick. Stephen in Penticton. Number one on Chris Williams, he went out with a left leg slash ankle injury. Uh, the status has not yet come back on, or the prognosis has not yet come back on his injury. It did not look good. Any a player is carried off the field, It's not looking good. And it was a non-contact injury, which I think is even worse, because that screams of ACL or Achilles, which he's had before. So hopefully he's okay, but I'm thinking the opposite. As for Jalen Saunders, I think this is a week-to-week thing. I think... uh, Come Labor Day, we'll see Jalen Saunders back on the field. I can almost guarantee you that, the way Luke Tasker played tonight, Jalen Saunders is going to say, hey, I want some of that too. I want some of those Masoli tosses my way. Don't forget to vote for our player of the game when you do call in or tweet or email or send us a note on CHML's Facebook page. And our fifth quarter trivia challenge question tonight Of Joe Monford's 135 career CFL sacks, how many did he have in a Tiger Cats uniform? Was it 96, 104, 109, or 115? Back after this, this is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Welcome back. My name's Rick Samprin. This is the fifth quarter, and uh, it's a joyous occasion tonight because the Tiger Cats rallied to beat the Eskimos tonight, 25-24, on a walk-off, game-winning Lyra Haralahu field goal. And uh, Hamilton is 4-5 and five, heading into the Labor Day Classic. The double dip against Toronto. The home-and-home home. Esks, by the way, are 6-4. and four. Uh, Let's give you an updated uh, glance at the CFL standings. Why don't we, while we're at it. Calgary still tops in the league at 7-1. and one. Esks six and four, Winnipeg five and four, Sask four and four, and the BC Lions trailing the bunch in the West. They're three and five. In the East, Ottawa kind of running away with it at this point. They're six and three, they have a two-game lead on the Tiger Cats, who are four and five, and Toronto is three and five, followed by Montreal at one and eight. Argos and Owls tomorrow night, followed by Winnipeg at Calgary and then Saskatchewan at BC. Talk about a double dip, a double dip of Western football. Aaron on Twitter writes, uh, Player of the game, obviously Tasker, and if anyone chooses differently, they're nuts. I need chicken wings. Whew. Jordan tweets, Hey Rick, I won't get too excited about being 4-5, and five, but I've been watching the games all the way from Taiwan, and I hope everyone in Hamilton realizes what we have with Luke Tasker. stud." Mike Jones should send him a gift basket. Good to see Masoli finally coming through in the clutch. Bev on Twitter did not like the start of the game, but what a finish. Don won player of the game. In reference to Don Unamba. Matthew tweets, well, almost had a heart attack watching the game tonight, lol. We definitely got lucky tonight because our offense and special teams still need a lot of work. My hashtag player of the game is tasker and Corey tweets i believe in that wide receiver jones his potential you can see it i believe more starts he can be electric headed down to the end of the season Uh, we shall see i hope so for mike jones's case let's go back to the phones at 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell alex is on the fifth quarter good evening alex how you doing i'm good how about you excellent You kind of stole my thunder a bit
1: before the break because I I wanted to talk about pivotal moments that have happened in all our losses, and I thought that stupid play call on second and short at the 10-30 mark of the second quarter was the dumbest call I think I've ever seen in my life. And the whole game turned on a dime. We were up 10 nothing, and the next thing you know, it was 24-10, and I thought, you know, that was the turning point. We were losing the game. Now, having said that and about some dumb coaching, I thought a, a, a little thing that, that the coach did tonight that was brilliant was that timeout at three o four in the fourth quarter.
0: Just before the three-minute warning, yep.
1: That's right. It, it probably got us another 20 or 30 seconds of playing time. And if you remember back in the day, I don't think Kerrigan ever used a, a, a timeout. So, I want to give it to the coach for that dumb play because it was a, I thought it was a game changer, but kudos to him for having the brains to stop the clock and, and making sure that we got full advantage of our two timeouts. Now I know everybody's hot on uh, Tasker tonight, but I thought Tolliver made two or three game changing catches and he, he got us out of a big hole. And, uh, like, you know, I know Luke ran wild. He got his 100 yards, got the clutch touchdown. But let's not forget about some of the key catches that Tolliver made tonight as well.
0: Great point. I mean, he is a key cog in this offense. And when he's not playing, he had that foot issue uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, They missed him. And, you know, he's a big target, has great hands, has good speed for a big guy, too. Uh, As I said, he's a very important piece of the puzzle offensively.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I don't understand how we don't use him. In isolation, on the two-point conversions, tallest guy in the field. We're not throwing the ball on a one-on-one. NFL corners—they're like five, six, five, seven, five, eight. Put him up one-on-one with a little guy.
0: In in red zone opportunities, he should be target A one, and, and the second option too.
1: Yeah, I, I like him. You know, and, and if the guys, you know, if their heads are screwed in right, like that—that—that—that that, that, uh, that performance by the defense in the second half was brilliant was absolutely brilliant. And to score them, outscore them, you know, 3 nothing against the wind and 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 not getting great, you know, we weren't getting some great exchanges on our punts. Uh, you know, kudos to the defense. That was solid.
0: Yeah, definitely. Hey, Alex, appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Terrence Tolliver, by the way, three catches tonight for 52 yards. Jason on CHML's Facebook page writing in, Player of the game is the second-half defense team. They were lights out in the second half. They made some key plays in half number two. I mean, here's Mike Riley in the Edmonton Eskimos, one of the best offenses in the league, firing on all cylinders, moving the ball at will, scoring pretty much at will in the second quarter, and they got nada in the second half. As I said before, tip of the cap to the defense tonight in the second half, especially. Got to mention this. If you're a fan of the Thai Cats, and pff, aren't we all, the Cats claws fan club is hosting another trip to T.O. for game number two of the home-and-home series against the Toronto Argonauts. Obviously, Labor Day Classic, followed by the Saturday, September 8th game. So if you are... Not a member of the Cats Cause fan club. Number one, you should be a member, but if you're not, tickets, and get a load of this, tickets to the game, bus ride to and from BMO Field, 65 bucks. If you're a member of the Cats Cause fan club, it's $60. And uh, drops you right off at BMO. Buses will pick you up and drop you off at Eastgate Square, right here in Hamilton. And the bus leaves for the game at ten thirty a.m. sharp, so don't be late. To get in on this fabulous trip, you can email Carol Rose C Rose2, the number two, C Rose2 at Kojiko.ca, or email Brad Nielsen at BradleyNielsen3 at Yahoo.ca, or just go to CHML's Facebook page. The comment, all the details are in the comment section. You can also get tickets at the Tiger Cat store at the stadium. And uh, you're going to have a blast at the Cats argos rematch following the Labor Day Classic. Uh, David on CHML's Facebook page says, we'll crush the Argos next week. And Jay writes, love the fifth quarter on Facebook Live. Smart marketing. Thanks, Jay. We thought it was a good idea, so we thought, uh, hey, let's try it out. And uh, another comment from Chuck, who says, A great clutch win tonight. Tasker is truly the thorn in the side of the Eskimos, with all three of his TDs this year coming against them. Eat em raw. Love me some Luke Tasker. He was uh, on fire tonight, especially with that 51-yard touchdown reception. Antoine has called into the show. He's been patiently waiting on the phone. Now we have him on the fifth quarter. Antoine, go ahead.
9: Hi, Rex. Thanks so much for taking my call. I'm a first-time caller. Been a big fan of the fifth quarter for many years.
0: Love to hear it. Thanks uh, for finally calling.
9: Yeah, no. uh, You know what? I uh, I'm driving home here, exit of Bartlett Avenue, QEW, Niagara, and I'm driving with a big smile on my face. the uh, The way we ended that game, to me, honestly, the only thing that came to mind is just mental toughness. Uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli is my uh, player of the game. Uh, You know, he hits the upright. Uh, there in, the, in the, about six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Next play, you know, uh, big uh, 80, 86 yards, I believe it was, gain, uh to Jones there, and uh, you know, just that—that's mental toughness, if you ask me. And you know, uh, you know, had another play the next drive, hits uh, hits a play, hits a receiver in the head with the ball. Uh, next play, beautiful throw to Tasker. Tasker, uh, you know, does what he does best and uh, takes it to the house. Uh, you know, uh, if we take a look at our kicker, too, you know, misses a field goal earlier in the quarter, comes back. Yes, it was an easier kick, but still that's got to play in his mind. He puts it through the uprights. I mean, the way, the, the way that Jeremiah started this game, first throw is a pick, to end it like that really shows me something. And uh, I'm very excited for this team. I know that we're, uh, we're an impatient fan base sometimes with our quarterbacks. And, um, you know, I think we got a gem here, and we just got to, uh, I think he showed what he's really all about today. And, uh, he's been sh- splashes here and there. Um, but, uh, today, I think, was a really, really big step forward. uh, I couldn't be happier. years have been going against my dad. And, uh, I'm just smiling ear to ear right now.
0: It's, uh, it's one of those games, I think, that can be a turning point for a team, and I think this team, coming off the bye, losing four of their last five, they needed a win like this. They, they just didn't need a win. They needed the win like they did tonight, and I think that's going to prove very positive going down the stretch. At least, let's hope.
9: Couldn't agree with you more, and, uh, I can't remember the last time I was that excited in the stands, so, uh, kudos to the team, and, uh. And you know what? We, we beat a high-caliber Everson-Eskimo team two times, you know, and that's, uh, that's saying something.
0: Without a doubt, one of the best teams in the league, and we swept the season series. It's great to hear. Antoine, thanks for the call. Be sure to call again. Love the comments. Will do. Thank you. Great call from Antoine. He might just be our fifth-quarter fan of the night tonight. You can still be our fifth-quarter fan of the night with some awesome comments. They can be colorful, but let's keep them on side. Uh, entertaining, insightful, all of the above. Or it could be a great tweet or an email or a Facebook message. Uh, Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. You can also tweet at Rick Samperin at AM 900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Uh, email just coming in from Angelo who says, Hallelujah! Hey Rick, never got a chance to watch the boys tonight, but chimed in periodically. Uh, I almost fell off my chair when I found out they came back. Matter of fact, I did. The wife had to pick me up, lol. Let's face it, we need that no huddle all the time. The guys love that fire offense and keeps opposing defenses tired and lethargic. Well, let's enjoy this as the Cardiac Cats deserved it. Player of the game, Tasker. And Arlene, just seconds ago, on email. This is hot off the press. Hey, Rook. Words can't express how much we enjoyed the game tonight. 50-50 winners, and the Cats won two. Yippee, Arlene and Gord. 50-50 winners. Arlene, that is fantastic. Love it. You should be the player of the game. Arlene should be our de facto player of the game tonight for winning the 50-50. That, I've never even knew anybody who won the 50-50, let alone even coming close to winning a 50-50. <laughs> Uh, Nick on Twitter writes, hey, Rick, uh, Yogi Berra was right. It's never over till it's over. Sensational game. Tasker player the game. I really enjoyed the balanced offense tonight and solid D as should be expected. I thought special teams is playing much better now. Can't wait for Labor Day. Hashtag suck. And Paul tweets haven't tweeted in a while. Great win. Glad they finished it out for a change. Oski wee." Jared on Twitter, gotta say the defense really pulled it out tonight. The Eskies didn't score a single point in the second half. And Jeff on Twitter, great finish of a so-so game. The team is so frustrating. Luckily, Eskies forgot to play in the second half. Player of the game, Tasker, by a country mile. On to Labor Day, go Tabbies. When we return, we have Linda, we have Ron on the line. We'll get to them. And uh, more tweets and emails and the answer to our fifth quarter trivia challenge question. Of Joe Monford's 135 career CFL sacks, how many did he have at a Cats uniform? Was it 96, 104, 109, or 115? The answer, and her player of the game and her fifth quarter fan of the night when we come back. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. We are celebrating a Tiger Cats walk off win tonight against the Edmonton Eskimos, 25 24, the final, on a Lirum Haralahu field goal. As time ran out, an incredible comeback as the Cats were down 24-10 at the half. Hamilton raced out to a 10-0 lead. Eskies scored 24 unanswered points going into the break. Tycats got a field goal in third quarter and then sealed the deal, finally in the fourth frame, to make the final 25-24 on Joe Monford night. Joe Monford inducted onto the Cats Wall of Honor. An honor that was a long, 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 long overdue. And that leads us to our fifth quarter trivia challenge question tonight. Of Big Joe's 135 career CFL sacks, how many did he have in a Ticats uniform? 96, 104, 109, or 115? We're all voting for our player of the game tonight, Luke Tasker, by far and away, the leader in that category. And we will anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night, as well, back to the phones we go, and let's go to Ron at the top of the dock. Hey, Ron, how are you?
7: Oh, uh I'm sorry I walked out. Uh, we got a TV in the the main lounge here in my building.
0: What did you do, Ron? What did you do? I
7: I walked out uh, at the end of the third quarter. Ah, and it, it, I started listening to your whatever station eleven fifty. And uh I I I'm sorry I walked out. Uh geez. Anyhow Well I'm
0: glad you called anyways. It turns out the tie Cats won.
7: Yeah. Oh I did I listened to it. Uh, I couldn't make sense of it, but I listened to the laugh
0: Okay. Thing.
7: Anyhow, Rick, okay, I'm confused.
0: I'll try and help I mean, you out.
7: with Joe Monford. Okay, now they flashed across the screen. TSN did eighty-six tackles while he was with the Cats. You say ninety-six and so on up to uh, one hundred and sixteen or so.
0: Yeah, not ninety-six, one hundred four, one
7: hundred nine, one hundred fifteen. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know who to uh, who to believe.
0: Well, you're gonna believe me because i got the right answer
7: oh Rick as it i respect you okay and did you uh you're my favorite when it comes to um i i should uh, watch the games okay uh by not listening to the sportscasters or the guys in the stripers
0: i hear you who's your who's your player of the game tonight Ron? uh
7: luke uh luke tasker yeah
0: he he was great he was yeah, phenomenal
7: he, he was um uh oh i i could shoot myself for missing the last uh the fourth quarter yeah that
0: that that's tough ron i appreciate the call enjoy the rest of the week have a good one 905-645-3221 star on your cell Bill on CHML's Facebook page says, Hi, Rick, great game tonight. A little nerve-wracking, but a win is a win. And Bruce on CHML's Facebook page says, Hey, Rick, great game An awesome comeback. I guess Masoli can finish games. Player of the game, tasker, hashtag fifth quarter, hashtag wee wee. And Corey says, OMG, OMG, OMG. That, that is the description in a nutshell of tonight's game. <laughs> He also says TV clock had two seconds left on it when the field goal was kicked. Was it at zeros at the stadium? Now, I wasn't at the stadium because I'm here in the second half watching the game. But it looked like there was some time on the clock. But hey, I'm not going to argue i'm not gonna argue bill a different bill on chml's facebook page says a win is a win i'll take it we can crap on the team all we want the fact is when the clock read all zeros we were up enough said osky wee my brothers and sisters bill from washingtonville new york well said to the phones we go again linda's on the line hey linda how are you i'm fine how are you not too bad thanks for calling
10: um, I want to change the, the topic just a little bit. Okay. Um, so you are at the stadium watching the game um, for that second half? Is that what you just said? No,
0: I'm at the stadium at the first half, and then at halftime I leave to come here to watch the rest of the game and then host the show.
10: So you don't see what happens on the screen, uh, on the big screen, uh, when they're showing the fans and that kind of thing, I guess, eh?
0: Not in the second half, no. Why? What happened? Okay.
10: Well, um, we had, it was interesting. Um, first of all, I want to bring up the, the, the topic of our cheerleaders and our, you know, defunct cheerle- cheerleaders and now our new Roar team. Do you know where that, that Roar team was tonight? They were not there tonight.
0: I haven't got a clue, no.
10: Okay, so they weren't there. We don't have any cheerleaders. Um, and so what they do uh, a lot of times is they'll get the fans to dance, you know, and and this kind of thing. Sure. And so they, they feature different fans. You know, the cameras are looking on and different fans. And uh, this one individual uh, decided to really shake um, her upper half of her body. And the camera stayed on it um, for uh, at least 10 or 15 seconds. We were all thoroughly shocked and uh, really, you know, upset by by this display. And yet we can't have cheerleaders who are, you know, um, just out there to uh, entertain, to get the crowd going, to, you know, give us some some visuals, you know, that that are are team-spirited. And yet, we have this kind of thing going on in the stands, and we have the cameras focused on this. So, my point is, and it's to the CFL, it's to our organization, is where is the logic in all of this? Why don't we have cheerleaders? What is truly the reason behind us not having cheerleaders anymore when other CFL teams have it? And... You know, I, we just don't understand. A lot of the fans around me can't understand the concept as to why the Tiger Cats went this route, and then we didn't even have our roar team there tonight.
0: Well, number one, I'm not sure where the roar team was tonight. Maybe they got the night off, which uh, would sound puzzling to begin with. Uh, number two, I uh, the best guess, and I didn't really ask anybody, but, you know, I can only guess – is that they wanted to be a little more inclusive with their cheer team, hence the fact that they have a number of males on that team, and it's not just an all-female cheerleader squad, uh, which is great because hey, guys can dance too and 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 uh, you know hoop up the crowd. That's basically the main goal of the cheer team or the roar team. Exactly. Uh, but the the video, and again, I didn't see this. Uh, that, to me, would have been shocking, and I'll take your word for it. I mean, if, if you said it happened, I'll, I'll believe it. Um, that stuff can't be shown on the video board. I mean, I, I'm sorry. This is a this is a family, uh, at, it should be, a family atmosphere. I mean, there's kids at the ballpark. There's adults at the ballpark who don't want to see that kind of thing. They can go see that somewhere else. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm surprised that that was left on the screen for that long. That shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been the case.
10: Yeah, and and a lot of us were shocked at that because that's exactly our point. It is a family uh, playhouse, per se, that you want to bring your kids to and enjoy the atmosphere. And, we, you know, if if we got rid of our cheerleaders because there was a feeling of objectifying women and and putting a different label on our our cheerleaders that they wanted, uh, that they didn't want to have that label, uh, you know, there's no difference in what the Roar team was wearing or how they're behaving, or how they're cheering on the fans. The Tiger Cat cheerleaders were very, very respectful. They were cheerleaders just the way they should be. Uh, you know, you look at the NFL, or you look at, at the Raptors. I, I mean, you just need to go to one of the Raptors games and look at their cheerleaders. And and so I don't, ab- I don't object to being inclusive of males. That's fine. But, you know, if we're going to have a team, they should be there every game to cheer us on, and they should be dressed appropriately then, not, you know, if that was the case that we got rid of our cheerleaders because of their dress, then the Roar team should be more respectful. And we, do we still have a family zone in the, in the stadium, in Tim Hortons Field?
0: As far as ticketing, I don't know, but I, I do know they have, like, a, a, a playground area for kids. So, yeah, there's family areas for sure.
10: Well, that playground area is all of, like, 20 by 20 feet. We walk past it every time we come up those stairs uh, to our seats. Uh, we've been season ticket holders since 1996. And um, so we walk by that, quote-unquote, playground um, every, every game. And it's very small. But, you know, we've lost that family end zone. We have a Coors Light end zone. We have the Stipley end where there's other things going on, a lot of uh, alcohol and whatnot, which is fine. But we don't seem to keep that family value. And, and what was displayed tonight was just not appropriate. Maybe um, other callers can confirm this or, you know, once you get off the phone and talk to your colleagues, tomorrow you can, you know, if they've been at the game, they can confirm this. But we were all quite shocked. And so we were upset that, you know, this is this is going on and we've lost our cheerleaders. So that's my comment for tonight. I,
0: I can say this, too, and I can confirm this, that selling liquor is a lot more lucrative than entertaining kids with a playground.
10: Oh, and I agree with I agree with that. And I understand that. I don't have a problem with that. Um, it's just that we've lost a little bit of that. So uh, player of the game? Yeah, I think we're going to go with the fans who stuck it out to the very end. Uh, my husband and I stay to the very last second of every single game. We never leave, whether we're losing big time or winning big time. We never leave. And uh, there's a lot of player, uh, a lot of fans around us who just get up and leave. But those who are diehards stay there when the team loses. We stay there when the team wins. So you know, sometimes I've callers say, "Oh." The fans, uh, you know, for staying right to the end, and we lost. They're the fan of the game, or the player of the game. Well, we are the player, of the thirteenth player of the game, and so that I give it to us tonight.
0: Awesome stuff, Linda. Thanks for the call.
10: You're welcome. Thanks very much for taking it.
0: Back to the phones we go, and uh, Kevin is on the line. Hey, Kevin, how are you?
11: Good
10: yourself.
0: Not too bad.
11: Did you enjoy the game?
0: I always do. <laughs> Win, <laughs> lose, or draw, I'm entertained.
11: <laughs> uh, no, uh, it was. Uh, a great win for Hamilton for sure. Uh, much needed as well.
0: And Definitely, this is one of those games where it could be the turning point of the year. The way they won tonight's ball game, going into Labor Day, coming off the buy, a lot of positives to take from this game.
11: That's exactly correct. And uh, I'll, I'll make my comments quick. Uh, first of all, to M- Masoli, you know, he's he's a quarterback worth. More money than he's being paid, whatever that might be. At the end of the day, though, some drop balls today was kind of offsetting for me, but let it be. Mike or Jones there, you know, had one. I'm sure he's going to regret it for tonight and tomorrow night, too. But Masoli um, finally pulled it out in the fourth quarter to pull out two points. So we've got to be happy with that going into Labor Day.
0: I totally agree, and that's a huge confidence boost to him. So is he yeah, your is you he your player of the game face. tonight?
11: You can see it on his face. Um, yeah, the other one too. If you, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of the callers watch on TSN. If 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 we could get the announcers, maybe you can do something for us to stop talking about a touchdown dance and a celebration and all that. Listen, football is football. I get a, I get a laugh out of some of the stuff and everything like that. But at the end of the day, football is football. Announce football. Don't announce throughout the game that somebody's going to take a microphone. Somebody's going to uh, uh, dance around a pole. It's not football at that point.
0: I, I think they were making. Ma- yeah, I think they were making the emphasis tonight, especially, and I know they have done that in past games, but tonight especially because the CFL just announced that they were loosening the rules around touchdown celebrations, and now you can use props. You're not going to get penalized. So, uh, I, I like where the CFL is going. I just hope the players uh, still respect the game, and more importantly, respect their opponent exactly. before exactly. they start, you know, getting a little too crazy.
11: Yeah, you got to respect football as football, not to respect it as a, a, a celebration because you actually did your job. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Can you imagine being at your workplace, mm-hmm. do, doing something right, or, or you know, doing your job, and then dancing or, or doing yeah. something insane?
11: That's what my point is. Yep.
0: Kevin, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the week. One more thing. Yeah, DJ, go ahead.
11: congrats to him for coming back into town and rolling out some yards and also to Alex Green uh, who has now become his replacement, doing a wonderful job for a great win.
0: Two good running backs. Appreciate the call. Thanks again. Take care. Uh, Quick stats from both uh, Green and Gable CJ's first game back in Hamilton since last year's trade Uh, 8 carries for CJ, 81 yards 61 of those 81 on one run and Alex Green with a A really nice night tonight. 19 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, The first TD of this football game. Michael on Twitter says, Awesome win for Joe on his night. So happy to see him on the wall. Class act all the way. Amazing speech. Nothing more important than family. Player of the game, Monford. Hashtag fifth quarter. And Manny on Twitter says, Big win. Still lots of work to do. D was great. Masoli needs to throw the ball away. Need him like he plays in first and fourth quarters. What happens in two and three quarters every game? Who knows? Speedy Banks, fantastic downfield blocking. Smallest guy showing how it is done. And one last uh, tweet. Uh, Manny writes, Section 109 is family zone. No booze. Uh, Been sitting there since stadium opened and back at Ivor Wynn as well. Section 30. So uh, that's some info for Linda. uh, And also some info for Linda regarding family zones. Uh, Brad writes, yes, we have the Finley family zone frank on chml's facebook page says uh what's up rick great show again tonight didn't have much faith in the end but thank god it worked out for the boys and jeff on our facebook page says uh game ball to jerry glanville didn't think he would adapt a cfl game knock on wood the defense has been the mvp of the season so far last call we'll go to anthony who's called into the program anthony go ahead Hi, how are you? Just quickly
8: to uh, Linda's point, um, I think she's right on a lot of uh, counts. The experience at this stadium is not very good. Um, it's just become one big drunk fest. Um, had season tickets at Old Iver Wynn, Sat with the Old Timers, whose, whose main objective was to go there and watch football. They knew their football, and, um, you know, they didn't get silly. But anyway, back to football. Um, I, I think this Edmonton team is not as great as you make them out to be. I think they're very beatable. I think the Cats are overrated, and I think the class of the East are the Ottawa Red Blacks. Thank you.
0: Okay, thanks for the call. Post from Diane on CHML's Facebook page says, Linda was right. Lady dancing on big screen was inappropriate. And now I wish I had seen the video, but maybe it'll pop up somewhere. And if you have it, if you were you know, scanning Tim Hortons Field at the time and came across the on-screen theatrics, uh, let me know. Uh, We'll end off with some stats, and then we'll we'll, uh, settle things in terms of our player of the game, our fan of the night, and our trivia question and answer. Jeremiah Masoli, 27-44 tonight, 419 passing yards. He had a touchdown and two interceptions. I mentioned Alex Green, 19 carries, 104 yards. Luke Tasker, nine receptions, 156 receiving yards, and TD. Mike Jones, apart from that drop, had a pretty good game. Four catches, 117 yards. Tolliver, three for 52. Williams, three for 33 before he got injured, suffered a left leg slash ankle injury. Speedy B, three catches for 27 yards. Terrellahu is four of five on field goals, including that game-winning trifecta. And offensively for the Ticats tonight, Simone Lawrence with a team-high four defensive tackles. He had a sack, as did Don Unamba and Teddy Laurent. Unamba also with a forced fumble and a fumble return. And penalty yards, I mentioned it earlier, the Ticats had nine infractions, or pardon me, eight infractions for 94 yards. Edmondson penalized eight times for 65 yards. Okay, our fifth quarter player of the game is voted by you, the fans. Tonight is Luke Tasker, well-deserved honor. He was fantastic tonight. Fifth quarter fan of the night tonight is Antoine, first-time caller, long-time listener as he called in. Uh, Had some good comments as well. And you could hear the passion in his voice as he was driving down to Niagara with a smile on his face. Love the call, Antoine. We'll uh, talk to you again, I'm sure, down the road. And our fifth quarter trivia challenge. The question was, of Joe Monford's 135 career CFL sacks, how many did he have in a Ticats uniform? 96, 104, 109, or 115? The answer is 115. So there you go. If you got it right, uh, congratulations. You have bragging rights at work or uh, with your friends, on your streets, whatever the case is. If you missed any portion of tonight's program, you can download the fifth quarter podcast in your favorite app store, iTunes, Google Play and on and on. And uh, you can also uh, relive the experience on CHML's Facebook page as well. Past episodes of the fifth quarter also online at 900CHML.com. The final score tonight, Hamilton 25, Edmonton 24. The 4-5 and five Tiger Cats will take on the Toronto Argonauts in the Labor Day Classic. Monday, September 3rd at, say, 6.30 p.m. kickoff time will be on the air at 9.30 p.m for uh, content uh, or for a uh, technical producer. Well, Erskine, my name's Rick Samprin. Enjoy the rest of the week and the weekend on 900 CHML. The
1: fifth quarter after every TyCast game on AM 900 CHML.
0: Thanks again for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free. So you never miss an episode and don't forget to rate and review.